0: You are now listening to the Dog Father Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Chassie. This is the no bullshit guide to becoming a kick ass dog parent. So, this is going to be my first episode, uh, but before we dive in, I do want to touch on a couple of things. One of the reasons why I'm starting this podcast is because I feel like there is so much gray area and overall just like bullshit in the dog raising space. There's books telling you, you have to do this. You can't do that. Um, I want to be, uh, I want to be very clear that in, when you're raising a dog, it's, it's pretty much all gray area. There's no one right thing to do. There's no one size fits all for a dog or for an owner. So, um, I feel like it'll be be very beneficial hearing, um, a current dog owner's experiences, the things I've learned, the things I picked up, the things I wish I would have known uh, prior to getting a dog. Now a little bit about me. I am a recent college grad from CU Boulder with a degree in personal finance and I have a three-year-old golden retriever named Kevin who is the love of my life. He has Been going to classes with me uh, since second semester of my sophomore year when he was 12 weeks old. I got him when he was eight weeks and decided to wait four weeks um, given weather circumstances and stuff um, of walking him outside in the freezing cold up at CU when it's winter. But um, he has been going, he went to class sophomore year, all of junior year, and um, I have been loving it. So Uh, We actually got Kevin professionally trained. Um, I'll dive into that into a different episode. But um, when he would go to class, we would go off leash. So... Um, walking through the business school, it was me and Kevin. Uh, He would hug my side, walking off leash and go to all my classes. Uh, He'd go to restaurants. He's gone to sporting events. He'll go to doctor's appointments. He pretty much goes everywhere I do and I treat him like another person, which I feel like is the best way to have a dog. If you're going to have a dog, treat him like a person. It will make the experience so much more fun than just thinking of them as this measly old dog. Um, And... The reason, the reason why I got Kevin, it's actually pretty personal. Not, uh, I don't want to say difficult to talk about, uh, but I might just avoid it a little bit. Um, I have a uh, multitude of health issues, and my parents actually came to me my sophomore year, and they said, "Hey, what do you think about us getting you a dog?" And I was like, "Oh my god, like hell yeah! That'd be that'd be awesome." Uh, I've always wanted a dog. I love golden retrievers. And, uh, I did have that little piece of doubt in my mind where I was like, oh man, like shit, I hope I'm a good enough person to raise a dog and give the dog, uh, the best life that it can have. So anyways, my parents' whole concept behind getting me a dog was maybe if I had a dog, I would focus more on, uh, him rather than on my own health issues. And, Uh, It worked. So no complaints and we are three years strong and I'm loving every minute of it. So uh, I want to start off this first episode talking. It's going to be a little bit of a story. It's going to be how I came uh, to get Kevin and how he came into my life. Uh, There are so many different ways to get a dog. I went through a breeder. uh, So this, this isn't me saying that there's one right way to get a dog. This is more what did I go through and what did I learn along the way? And maybe there are some things that you can uh, be aware of through the dog selection process. But yeah, here we go. So uh, like I said, my uh, parents approached me with the idea. This was around fall of 2018 and I'm super excited. I'm ready to go and Um, My mom and I, we start the search process that's looking for different breeders in the area and I'm from Colorado and the first breeder that I went to was this farm uh, in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. I mean – just so far out there, and and I give the breeder a call and I say, all right, uh, what what kind of dogs do you have? And he's like, well, we got two boys, one girl. And I was like, great. At this point, I knew I really wanted a boy golden retriever. So next day, um, I decide to go out there. I give him a call before I leave, and I'm like, hey, I'm still coming out. And he's like, great. Uh, I said, do you still have those dogs? Yep, two boys, one girl. Come on out. So I'm driving out and. Um, again, middle of middle of nowhere, this farm. And so I call him asking for directions and he's helping me out. And he goes, Oh, by the way, we sold one of those boys. And I was like, all right, that's kind of weird. I mean, I just talked to you this morning. So I was like, okay, I'm still interested. I'll come check out the other dog. And he's like, Oh, by the way, uh, the boy that we have left, there was this eight year old who came to check him out and he really, really likes him. Uh, he's got a really good connection with him. And if you don't get him, I'm going to give him to this little boy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Why in the hell would you put me in this situation? You are now pinning me against this eight-year-old boy who has a great connection with the dog. And I'm just on the phone. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. That sound That sounds good. I'll still come check him out. And so I get out there and I cannot stop thinking about like, what the fuck? This guy, look, okay. Let me put it like this. Dog breeders are literally used car salesmen. They will do anything to get you in the door and leaving with a dog. It's just like I get that they want – that they're like it's a business. But still, what in the actual fuck? Like you're pinning me – you're pinning my emotions against – the emotions of an eight year old boy. Now this is, this is one of my first points is you have to be able to separate the emotion of yourself wanting the dog versus it being the right situation to get the dog. So I knew going out there, I was like, man, I really, really want this dog. I cannot believe that I'm going to get to take care of this and raise this dog. And That's one side of the equation, but the other side is, okay, am I doing this for the right reasons? Is it because I'm worried I won't find a dog later? Is it because I, um, I don't know, because I'm in a hurry, um, I just want to get it done? This is... I feel like this is like such a common theme when people are picking out dogs is they just want to, they want to go, go, go. They want to get things done, but that's not the way that it works. You have to always be paying attention to your gut. You have to know that it's the right situation and it feels right. Otherwise you could, I don't want to say you will, but there's always a possibility you could end up resenting yourself or the dog. You're like, ah man, why the hell did I rush this situation? So anyways, uh, I leave the farm. I end up not getting the dog. Uh, I I knew when I was looking for a dog that I would, one, be bringing it to an apartment in college. Two, uh, I would want it to be going to classes with me. And three, I want it to literally be my best friend. And when I'm trying to play with a dog, the dog's just like off sniffing other shit, doesn't give a damn about me, like literally doing his own thing. And uh, that's where I'm like, all right, this doesn't this doesn't really feel right. I'm not sure this is the dog for me. So um I leave the farm, I end up not getting the dog. I give my mom a call and I'm like, look, that shit was weird. And she gives me the most simple but perfect advice. It's like, you know what, forget about it. Everything happens for a reason. Let's keep looking. And I could not be more happy that I got that advice when I was looking for a dog. Everything does happen for a reason. I mean, the pieces sure there it could be it can be a very strange process at times not even just selecting the dog but raising a dog it's going to be weird But everything is going to happen exactly as it's supposed to. And if you keep telling yourself that and reassuring yourself with that, it'll be a much more smooth process. It's like you're just going to be building this puzzle, but you're not going to have to be jamming different puzzle pieces into spots where they won't fit. Everything's just going to naturally come together, and that's where you can't rush this. So uh, I um, I go back home, and we keep looking for different breeders. And I go through about three more. I even have some friends come with me um and it's still it's just like not right i feel like i honestly felt like michael scott in the office where he holds jan's baby and he goes i feel nothing like it sounds it sounds so fucked up but that's literally how you feel when you're looking for a dog because this is a 15 to 16 year commitment i don't think people understand that when you're looking for a dog this shit needs to be exactly right for you because <laughs> You're not. This isn't just like, I mean, sure, there are people that raise a dog for like, let's say like six months, a year, something like that. But this is a very big commitment and you want to make sure that this shit is perfect for you. So, um, again, I'm going through a couple different breeders, whatever. I'm back up at school and it's around Thanksgiving break and my mom gives me another call and she said, hey, I found this breeder up towards Wyoming. I want you to go check it out. And I'm like, all right, great. I'm super excited. I drive up there. Um, I'm there before the breeder is and uh, in the backyard of the house, I see a fence and I see some golden retrievers running around and so I park, get out of the car, uh, go up to them and it's about this like waist high fence and these dogs, oh my God, they are to die for. They're these like picturesque golden retrievers and I even have a video on my phone um, and I'm recording it and I know I'm going to send it to my mom. And I I tell her, I'm like, look, if any of these dogs in here look like these dogs or grow up to look like these dogs, this is it. Like, I just have that feeling. I know that this is going to be it. So anyways, the breeder gets there and she takes me inside and um, she... Uh, she has all of these puppies like in the, in their basement. I mean, they're a dog, like her business is dog breeding. So it wasn't abnormal. And uh, she brings me down there and I'm like, Hey, can I hold one? And she's like, "No, no, 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 no. Uh, they're way too young. They're still developing their immune system, uh, stuff like that. And I was like, okay, look, I I'm very interested. Give me a call when I can come, when I can, um, come look at a dog. I'm, very interesting. She's like, okay, great. A couple of weeks later, uh, she gives me a call and she's like, hey, you want to come check them out? You can play with them now. And I'm like, all right, great. I head up there, and I remember I go into the house, and um, she's like, all right, stay right here. I tell her that I want a boy, and she goes down. There are three boys of the litter. It was a big litter, uh, girl dominant for sure. And she comes up with the three boys, and right off the bat, one of the three he was like doing the same thing as the first one that I looked at. He just like. Didn't give a damn about anybody. So I'm pretty sure that she like took him and put him back downstairs. She's like, he's not even an option anymore. And now there are two dogs. One of them, he's this like very, he was like a stocky dominant. You could tell he was the alpha of the litter. And he was just like kind of bullying this other boy dog that was there. And I don't know why, but maybe growing up in athletics, I love that dominant personality. And um, I, I always looked for that in a dog, but then I had to think back to what I originally wanted. And That was... Um, I'm going to need a submissive dog. This dog is going to be in an apartment. It's going to be at a college. And I want it to go to my classes and literally everywhere with me. So I'm like, ah, okay. And I'm talking to her about that. And she's like, look, I really don't think he's the right dog for you. And then she hands me this other dog, the other boy who looks like the run of the litter. And she goes, I just have a gut feeling that this is the dog for you. Now in the moment I was like, oh man, like she knows her shit. But now looking back, I'm like, ah, maybe this was like a breeder scam. I don't want it. Scam might not be the right right word, but like a breeder tactic where it's like, Oh, here, here's the dog. No one else wants. I bet you want him. Um, so <laughs> I'm not sure that that was fucked up, but look, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And that dog that she handed me ended up being Kevin. Um, uh, and I just, I remember, I remember holding him. He was look, okay, look, I went to see you Boulder. I had long hair. I had a man bun. Um, I, when I was there, my hair was down and I'm holding, soon to be Kevin. And he's like clawing on my hair. He's like biting it. He's like whimpering, climbing all over me. And I just felt like he was saying like, please, please pick me, pick me, pick me. Like, I got to get the hell out of (laughs) here. And, um, so anyways, I was just like head over heels and I tell her, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is the dog that I want. And, uh, the process that I went through was I signed, um, I signed a letter saying that – like I put a down deposit, signed a letter um, originally saying I got the second pick to the litter and when I went back up the second time, that was me exercising my second pick. Then I got to uh, pick a collar out, put it on him and that was so uh, when she posted pictures or whatever, I would know which dog is mine. That is the story of how I came to uh, get my little man, Kev. Um, A couple of things that I want to reiterate is uh, everything does happen for a reason. It's such a frustrating process and I'm such a firm believer in manifesting those beliefs and telling yourself, okay, I'm on the right track. I'm headed in the right direction and just give yourself enough time to come in contact with the right dog. Now, another thing is listen to your gut and don't settle until you have that absolute overwhelming feeling of yes. And by that, I mean, look at what I went through going to that first breeder. I was like, ah, I could get a dog right now, but it's not the right dog. And then the other breeders I went to is just the same thing. It's it just doesn't feel right. Wait until you have that perfect moment and things just light up for you. Also, weird shit will happen with the breeders. Be aware. They... Again, they will do, I I swear they're going to do anything and everything to like give you a pitch and tell you why you need the dog. It's just going to be a very awkward experience and just have heads up. Also, some things that I didn't really touch on, but I feel like need to be addressed, especially in today's age. Do not get, okay, guys, I am talking to you. Being a guy that had a dog in college, I had a dog under some very abnormal college circumstances. I didn't live the ideal college lifestyle where I'm going out partying, whatever. Um, Don't get a dog for the wrong reasons. Make sure that you're financially sound. Make sure that you're bringing a dog into a safe home where if you're in college and there's glass, alcohol, weed, garbage, shit everywhere – Probably not a good idea. Just be careful and understand, ah, I want a dog, but maybe right now just isn't the right time. Uh, so anyways, that is that concludes episode one. Um, what I plan to do is I plan to come back weekly with content. Look, I got a lot of tips, tricks, stories about uh, me raising Kevin, stories about Kevin. And I just feel like it would be so beneficial if I was entering the dog raising space and heard these uh, real stories of what it's like, I just feel like I can help steer you away from the strict rules that are that seem so black and white when you're um, trying to raise a dog. When look, this dog raising world is not black and white. It's all gray area and things differ uh, dog to dog and owner to owner. All right. Well, That wraps up episode one of The Dogfather. And uh, thanks for listening. And remember, life's rough, so get a dog.